We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jalen, when you look at the backcourt, 60 last night, 62 tonight, you know, when you're down OG or down Julius, how would you describe the way you've been able to lean on Dante for scoring in the last couple of nights? Yeah, no, when he's you know, shooting the ball like that, I mean, it's it's great. But uh, when he's in the restricted area, um, the ball doesn't really go through the hoop, just hits the outside of it. You know, it's a little, rim's a little tight. So, uh, yeah, make sure he just stays out, outside the restricted area. So I'll give that a one out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> oh, and he gets him back. You read a couple. All right, here we go. Kevin Danishevsky, now on a hashtag 53 wins pace will be sacrificed star J wink emoji. Also to... Continue the troll. Worst people, those about the DDV signing or those about the Joe Maurer Hall of Fame. This is one for you, Andrew. Um, I'm not going to address the RJ Barrett stuff because he's not on this team anymore. But um, yeah, Dante DiVincenzo or Joe Maurer in the Hall of Fame to the Hall of Fame. Um, Dante DiVincenzo is a great signing. What about those people? Like I they agree with. I think um those who I think he meant those who complain about the Dante DiVincenzo signing or those who complained about the Joe Maurer Hall of Fame induction. Who's complained about Joe Maurer? Joe Maurer was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Who's complaining about that? I don't get it. Uh, do you I, see the no Mensa? Who cares about all of the the power numbers that don't exist for him? Like he's a clear fire first ballot Hall of Famer, even though he is like less. <laughs> I can't get through this. Whatever, Kev. Fine. You, uh, I, I was happy about the Dante DiVincenzo signing when it happened. So that's the side of history I'm happy to be on. Not yeah. the one where we like a bunch of Kevins put Joe Maurer in the Hall of in the Fame on the first try. Go ahead. I mean, but also there were concerns about the DiVincenzo signing that did rear their ugly head in the second and third month of the season, we were worried that about a minutes crunch that affected Emmanuel quickly and DiVincenzo wasn't playing and Grimes yeah, wasn't playing. Yeah. So the consolidation trade did, I don't think anybody who complained about DiVincenzo complained because they thought he was a bad player. It was more like, where are you going to find the minutes? And sure enough, we had a minutes problem. So credit to the front office for realizing that and getting off of Barrett and quickly for OG Ananobi and clearing up some of these minutes problems. But um, when everybody's healthy, there's still the issue of how many minutes is Quentin Grimes going to play. So, I mean, look, DiVincenzo did end up mucking things up, but I'm very happy that it was him who mucked it up because he's been excellent. So, yeah, um, happy, him, to go ahead, go ahead. My, happy to be wrong about my skepticism, I guess. Him kind of forcing all of us to be like, all right, like I love Quick. 
DiVincenzo's earned these minutes too. And like Grimes, that's why the minutes crunch like was understood that like across the board, everybody's being shortchanged and the consolidation, which is the ironic part about the consolidation trade is now they're very thin, but like DiVincenzo coming here and like forcing himself into this backcourt that, as you said, might be up there as the best backcourt that the Knicks have had since the early seventies. So um, yeah, just, a, a great signing and another thing about uh, both Dante DiVincenzo and Emmanuel quickly and you and me we're all tied with Joe Mauer for baseball playoff wins thank you Kevin Danishevsky for the contribution um, next up all right John, John Shidkraut there you go um, okay let's do it is that or is it Shield that's Shield Kraut yeah. yeah John Shield Kraut Thank you for your contribution. This team is so much fun to root for. Everyone does their job and bust their ass. Heroes abound. Agreed. Very easy team to root for. I thought last year's bunch was very easy to root for, but this year's team might be easier. Great team. Great group of guys. I'll. I'll this is part of the, the window jump we've made tonight. I also I think the ceiling is higher for this year's team, which is what made last year. I, look, I, I I don't know where I ever actually landed. The them losing to the Heat felt disappointing. The Heat also felt like they were going to do that to everybody, you know. But I also like I was so happy to just be there. Like, oh, this is a competent basketball team. I think we can win a first round series, and I'll be content. Now I'm, I'm kind of with you in the fact that like, why is the conference finals out of out of play? Why can't they host two playoff series this year? Why can't they be a two or three seed? Why can't we have the Depoy, an all-NBA player, a first-team all-NBA player, a coach of the year candidate, and like a bunch of all-defense candidates at Hartenstein and, and Ananobi? Like, why why is that so so nuts? So that's that's I think what's made this year even more fun to root for, you know? Yeah, right there with you. This, these guys can, they rewrite their story nightly. And it's wonderful to see that because when Julius went down, the shoe was supposed to drop. Shoe hasn't dropped. OG Ananobi's not playing. Shoe was supposed to drop. Hasn't dropped. Second night of a back-to-back, traveled from North Carolina to New York. Other team was in town already. Shoe was supposed to drop. Shoe hasn't dropped. They just continue to be the team that nobody expected them to be. And I think that's what makes them so lovable is they rewrite who they are, redefine who they are on a nightly basis until the definition is this is just an excellent basketball team and we're headed there. So shout out to the New York Knicks. Indeed. You're up. All right. Be more Corey. Thank you for the contribution. We all know the front office is just waiting for Ishmith to demand a trade. It would make Clyde so happy if we got him. Agreed. Ishmith, come to the New York Knicks. You're the one guy that would be a role player to demand a trade and actually people would care about because Clyde Frazier wants you on the Knicks. And you might fill a backup point guard role for us. I don't think it's what the Knicks are technically looking for, but hey, in this world, Ishmith is the guy. By the way, Clyde didn't get Lowry Markinen's name right once tonight. My man was... I felt so bad. This is a name he struggles every time they play. Mark but there's a... There's a T he keeps putting in his name that just does not exist. I feel so bad that like if the Knicks ever traded for marketing, that's the problem with doing it is that Clyde would have to say his name every night and a lot because he'd be making a ton of shots and he'd get it wrong every single time. It's like when he never got, he was, it was always Alec Burke and Reggie Bullock's like that. mm. Clyde, I love you. I never changed. I felt so bad watching him tonight, you know? Reggie Bollocks. Okay. <laughs> Reggie Bollocks. Exactly. It was like he, he never could get it right. Like you, you love the man and what he means to us, but I, man, <laughs> someone in the chat is that I majored in marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny, Cam. Well done. <laughs> 
Uh, next up. All right, Dom Cappuccini, thank you for your contribution. Um, Knicks deserve two All-Stars just off the strength of their current record and standing. Great win. Let's get OG back for Indy. Let's go Knicks. Agreed. I mean, I have a contra- not a controversial, but I have like a way that I think the All-Star game could be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I'm nobody agrees with me and I understand it because the All-Star game is really a celebration of the players. But I think that in the Eastern and Western Conference, I think the way it should be for All-Stars is you should only be eligible for the All-Star game if you are on one of the top eight teams in the conference. And the teams with the top four seeds all deserve two All-Stars. That's the way I look at it. Um, of course, there'd be exceptions like in a situation with Denver where Jamal Murray doesn't qualify and nobody else is quite good enough. You would then give the fifth team the two starters or whatever. And so I agree because the Knicks are a three seed. They should have two All-Stars. That's just how I look at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know I'm by myself on that. Julius Randle should be named to the All-Star game because he's been better than pretty much every other forward not named Jalen Brown in the Eastern Conference. The only guys at the forward spot that have been better than him are Tatum and, and Giannis, who are starting, and Jalen Brown. Everybody else, you think about it, like who's who's there at the forward spot? Is it Paolo .50, as um, GMAC <laughs> likes to call him? It, like who who's the other forward, you know? Um, and I do think it has to be two guards, two forwards, and um, three wild card or whatever it is. But I think Julius should be named because Siakam hasn't been better um, none of those guys. So I agree. The Knicks should just off the strength of how good they've been. Um, they should get two all-stars, but just to the comment off the strength of their record. I agree with that. It's controversial the way I look at it, but I'm with you. I think ra- radically doing it mid season is tough for me. I don't hate the idea to incentivize winning by like that being, you have to, you have to have your player in playoff position in order to make the all-star team because then it would incentivize winning. Like the reason we can't just tank is because, well, then SGA or Scotty Barnes or, you know, good player on, like Laurie Markinen are not going to be eligible for the, for an all-star game. And that matters when it comes to, you know, the CBA and super chat, a uh, super chat, super um, max contracts. Um, I just, Paolo Banchero's not an all-star. That's just my only hill that I'm dying on at the moment. He's just not an all-star. I understand if you were to put a jazz on there, I would put Jay, oh, not a jazz, a magic on there. It would be Jalen Suggs in my eyes. So that's my two cents. Yeah. I think Suggs and Franz Wagner are more deserving of it. Yep. Um, it's just Paolo is the face of the team. And just this, he's just the young player that the, the media just wants to push as the next guy. And they do it too early. They do it a year or two, too early for pretty much everybody. So Paolo is just the next guy up on that list. Magic are one game over 500 at the moment. There's no like need to put him on the all-star team. At least that's that's my two cents on it. Uh, you're up. This is literally direct addressed to you. All right. Here goes Robert W. Cross. Thank you for the contribution. Mensa, the NBA can't handle the truth. Your New York Knicks are championship contenders. I'm right there with you, Rob. You know I'm right there with you. I'm with you in spirit and in truth. Let's go, Knicks. Hell yeah. And shout out to Robert Cross. Missed you, buddy. Next up, I'll read this one. Uh, Ray Garcia, 14 and two in December, uh, in January, you meant, but I know what you mean. I uh, don't even say after the trade because OG's out. Don't matter. JR's out. Don't matter. Mitch is out. Don't matter. And on and on. Tibbs knows what he's doing. And this team is deep. I agree, except for 14 and two in December, but I knew what you meant. And I think that, man, I, <laughs> 14 and two. Crazy. This is like, like the Patriots. That's what the Knicks just did. Like an old school Patriots season. 
Crazy. In the month of January. Crazy, 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 crazy what the, what the Knicks have done in the OG and Anobi era. We are what? Four, 14 and 2 in the OG and Anobi era, right? Yeah. Let's do it. If you include back. the night of the trade, which then happened. 14 and 3. Which is like a new version, like a new Chiefs season, you know? <laughs> or what the Ravens 14, did last year. Let's do 14 divided by 17. Let's multiply that by 82. The Knicks are playing since the trade at a 67 win pace. There you go. That's, That's why it's like when you compare them to the 94 team, like 94 team won 10 less games than the, than the pace they're I, currently on. I, I have jumped out the window, obviously. I am ready for them to struggle. I want to see what the struggle looks like. Last year, when they went on that West Coast trip and the struggles reared their ugly heads after the nine-game winning streak, after the heart trade, like that was like, okay, this is good to see what it looks like when it's bad. Now I want to see what this team looks like when it's bad. Cause I want I, like the magic game was Jalen Brunson was out. It's tough to actually conclude anything from it. The, um, the Mavericks game, like Tim Hardaway jr. Hit eight threes. Like what I'm supposed to be like, let's take something out of that. The next sleepwalk through three quarters and almost won the game. So I want to see what like they do. Like it's why honestly the games I'm waiting for Mensa are right after the all-star break. They open the first two games after the break with Philly and Boston. Those are the games I'm looking forward to because I want to see actually how we match up against these two teams and with rest attributed to it, you know? I was just going to ask you, but I think that answers the question for me. Do you think the Knicks get to 40 wins before they get to 20 losses? They are currently at 31 and 17. So then can they go nine and... Can you give me 40 and 20? <laughs> so like... <laughs> yeah. In their, next, in their next 12, can they go nine and three is what you're asking me. Yes, yes. Can they go nine and three or better? Let's do schedule talk. By the way, the the Warriors are up nine with uh, going into the fourth quarter against the 76ers. Yeah, we're so not these next 12 Indiana, LA, Memphis, Dallas, Indiana, Houston, Orlando, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Philadelphia, Boston, Detroit, New Orleans, Golden State. And then game 13 is a Sunday night. Honestly, this might be the actual barometer is Sunday night at Cleveland in March on March 3rd. Mm-hmm. So over these next 12 games, they get to 40 and 20. Um, I mean, look, the way they're playing right now, they absolutely can. I would I think su- they get that 20th loss before the 40th win. I think so. I do too. And I'll do the Macri here where we're talking about 12 games. Um, I will sign up right now for 38 and uh, what's that? Seven more wins? Yeah, seven and five in their next 12. So that's 38 and 22. 16 over 500. Yeah, I'm signing for it. I'd sign up for that right now. Going Definitely. into that that last 22-game stretch of the season. So. Yeah, I just I just want to say I really want to see a 50-win season again. It's been 10 years. I really want to see a 50-win season. That, I think, is the... Look, this maybe the most overreaction. That's almost a foregone conclusion in my mind now. Now, maybe the injuries start to take their tax and the schedule gets more difficult. But I mean, we're the way they're playing at the moment. There's just, they don't lose to opponents that they're better than at the moment. So even on nights, they don't have their best guys. So we'll see what happens when like Thursday is actually going to be a good test against Indiana because Indiana took Boston to the brink tonight and their offensive ceiling is outstanding. I am curious what they do against a team that tries every possession on defense. 
and we'll see, you know, what they do. And if OG is back specifically, what the Knicks do um, on Thursday. Uh, this one's addressed to me. Al H. I know who this is. Hi, Andrew. When we got Dante, did you think he could shoot, rebound, block shots, cause uh, havoc on defense and cause such an intense at such an intense level? Uh Al, I uh, first of all, it's good to hear from you, and I'm glad I confirmed that you are the person I thought you were from the last uh, post game that you chimed in with. Um, I didn't think, I didn't think that Dante would be this. But like all the things you mentioned, I didn't think he would be this impactful. Um, I thought he would add a shooting ceiling to this team that they needed, or a shooting addition to this team that they sorely needed. <laughs> I, but I mean, again, th- what he's been, we're we're entering into best backcourt since the seventies, since the Rolls Royce backcourt, right? Like we're we're at the point where, like Divincenzo and this this Villanova connection that they've created with him and Brunson is something we've never seen, we haven't seen in a long time, not in my lifetime, where the two best shooters on the team are in the Knicks backcourt. So no, I didn't, Al, but I I'm very glad that that I. That I have seen it, and I think this is again part of the culture that they've built here. That they identified a player that could give more and would fit the type of player that they're looking for, and he's been outstanding since he's been here. So thank you, Al. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody thought Dante Divincenzo would be that good. If they did, he probably would have made double what he got this off. Would have made more money, indeed. Um, Next up, Big Metza, you just froze. You good? Mensa, are you good? Um, I think I'm still frozen. I still see you. You're good. Uh, can you see me? Okay. Can you see I, I can me? see you. Do you have a, You don't have a super chat up yet, do you? Nope, I don't. You're good. You okay, see perfect. Jessica. Yes, now I see it. All right, All right. we're great. You got <laughs> this. You can read this. Okay, Jessica Elsner, thanks again for your contribution. Need a new sign for away teams when they enter MSG. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Yeah, listen, the Garden is no longer the place they, where you go and you make a name for yourself and you hang out and you get the New York glitz and glam. Now you're coming to the Garden and you're in a dogfight if you're a good team. And if you're a bad team, you're having a short night. So it, this is, listen, this New York Knicks team has been special and there's... I just can't, I keep coming back to it that we should be proud of them and they fight for themselves. They fight for the city and they fight for us. So love these guys. It's public enemy, right? The terror dome. I think so. I'm not too like early nineties hip hop. I'm not too, too hip on. Clarify in the chat. I believe that's public enemy. It's a good song. I believe I know exactly the song they're referring to too, but again, I've, I've won nobody over with my lack of music knowledge uh, here, <laughs> but I, I do think this is public enemy. Yeah, people are saying it's public enemy. I'm glad I got one. Thank you, Jessica. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Matt G, thanks for the contribution. Time to reunite the Nova boys, pay the New York tax and become the title favorite. Pick up Lowry or CP3 on bio. Oh, I thought he was referring to... I thought it was too. <laughs> I, I mean, we we discussed it earlier. Um, I don't think there's a price we can pay to get Mikhail Bridges off the Brooklyn Nets. He would have to... And it's funny that you say you would have to go the Marbury route because I believe Marbury had to go from New Jersey to Phoenix to get to New York. And he went from Phoenix oh. to New Jersey. You yeah. know, so... <laughs> so he'd have to go out again to come back. And I think that if Mikhail Bridges is made available, other teams will jump in front of us for him. I think Memphis wants a guy like that. Um, I can see the Sacramento Kings wanting a guy like that. There are enough options for the Brooklyn Nets to get a good trade that they don't have to deal with the New York Knicks. And again, since 1983. So I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. But I do like CP3 or Kyle Lowry as a buyout option. If so I would probably lean CP3 if he's bought out because I think Kyle Lowry's a Philly guy. Kyle Lowry is a Nick Nurse guy. Kyle Lowry's a Villanova guy where they are the only champions in Philadelphia basketball and maybe ever. I don't think the Phil- no, 76 is one like 82, but that was a really long time ago. It 83, was- 83, 83, but you're right. So, you're right. so the 76ers won a championship the same year the Knicks and Nets. Literally, they made a trade. That's how far back you got to go. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm not looking, I'm not, I wouldn't hold my breath, but CP3 would be great. He's a CAA guy. Um, and he's right at the point of his career where 15, 20 minutes a night is pretty much his max. So I would love to have him on the bench. It would kind of be like what the Heat did when they got Kyle Lowry off the bench last year and Kevin Love, where they may not have been as talented as they were before, but you could see that their minds were just as sharp as they were in their prime. So to have CP3's mind on this bench, I can just imagine what that would do for this team. If Chris Paul can be the Knicks backup point guard, I I don't even think it's realistic at the moment, but if that's the buyout guy they get, I'm just, that's He's exactly gay. what they need. I know it's a CAA. I just don't know if the Warriors are going to release him. 
I just yeah, that's the thing. We don't know if they, yeah. I mean, he won't be he won't be a warrior past this season because of all the luxury tax implications. But we don't know. Like they might just push and see if they can get a guy. Man, thank you for the thought, Matchy. I'm CP3 is the guy that if they could get him to play 15, 20 minutes a night, I I would enter entertain the other I, the the contender conversation with Boston and the Clippers would get very fascinating for me. Uh, this one's for you, Mensa. Next up. <laughs> Sean with the W. Thank you for the contribution. Lowry Marketing stinks. Hashtag is this your king? Yes, that is still our finished king. He just did not have a good game. We will continue to support him and we are no longer taking questions. Thank you for, <laughs> underst- thank you for your understanding and sensitivity in this time of grief. Yes, he had a bad game tonight because he's staying. No, I'm playing. Um, thank you, Sean. I appreciate the contribution. This one's to me from Robert Cross. This is for, well, I took the lead. Legend of GMAC, is it fair and reasonable to say that you are excited about the KFS Super Bus? Uh, is how many of them should I reserve this spring? Robert, you, re- you reserve however many buses that you can. Um, I believe the institution that you're at that makes you ride the bus for free. So you, <laughs> you don't have to worry about reserving buses. There's buses reserved for you as is. Uh, bring them to Vegas and we'll, we'll, we'll have as much fun as we possibly can. I don't, I'm not getting no damn bus, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> we are crazy about our Knicks, Rob. I'm right there. Yes, with we you. are. We are all crazy about our Knicks. Indeed. Thank you, Robert Cross. I'll read a bunch. Um, I always get the names that I can't pronounce. I apologize, Armand. Uh, Armand Berninage, blowing teams if you can make creation juice. I'll stop now. Blowing teams out is how you make creation juice. I'll stop now. Agreed. Agreed. And say out. <laughs> blowing, I'm, I'm going to put the out there so I can feel comfortable. <laughs> yes, we are, uh, we are blowing teams out at the moment. Thank you, Armand. You have another one. The only thing that worries me is Frank Tank is rooting for us. OG gave him a dap and suddenly has elbow problem. Oh, I didn't even put two and two together. That man is a mush. Um, as somebody who finds Frank Tank's videos entertaining uh, and his walk videos low-key inspiring, I agree that I don't want him rooting for anything I root for. <laughs> usually falls uh, and crashes and burns in the worst way possible. So... Don't, I'm not going to completely rule out that this is the mush that is why OG and Anobi's out for a couple games. All I have to say about this is Drake was courtside at the Heat game, and that's when I knew that this team has some eyes on it that I probably don't want. Mm, that's a that's a fair point, Mensa. The, the Drake mush is stronger than the, the Frank the Tank mush, that's for sure. Uh, you got the next couple. Okay, busy. Settle a debate. Do you think we should... Do you think we would ever have seen Precious at the four if we were healthy? Absolutely not. No, no way in hell would we have seen Precious at you play power forward for the New York Knicks. Um, he kind of looks like 20, I don't know, like he kind of, he reminds me of like David West and Carlos Boozer of yesteryear in that role where he can give you a mid-range jumper. He can put the ball on the floor, give you one dribble, make a shot and give you solid defense. But that power forward, the style of power forward, the Precious Achua is, is a long gone. That, that they're a relic. They're archaic in this league. So I would have never expected to see Precious at the four, even if he had some ability to play it. Not for nothing. We didn't see it in Toronto. We didn't see it in Miami. It's Nick Nurse. That's, 
That's Eric Spolstra. Those are two good coaches. So like the idea that, oh, Tibbs didn't try it, which I, I'm going to assume is you're just asking the question and not coming at this from that perspective. Um, let's also, I can't believe I'm saying this. Let's pump the brakes on saying like, oh, the revelation of Precious Achua. Yeah. It, I mean, there, it will be games, there will be games when his ability, not non-ability to shoot hurts them because that's how better teams guard them. Um, let's, it's two really good games. I've actually enjoyed his backup five minutes more than these two games as a four. That's me personally, Mensa. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it got to a point with Precious where somebody told him, look, Spo didn't want you. Nick Nurse didn't want you. <laughs> and now Tibbs doesn't want you. There are not many coaches who can do a better job for any basketball player than those three right there. So maybe he's kind of like locked in. But again, it's really, it's way too early. All of the data so far has said that this guy is a center who has been inefficient, can rebound kind of well, but tonight we didn't really see that. Um, the defense has been nice to see. Um, all I know is that he has a he chose a very heavy jersey to wear. That number five means a lot to a lot of Knicks fans. So if this is the precious that we see going forward, maybe he has a career with maybe the Knicks resign him for the minimum and he takes a you know a Deuce McBride deal or something. But as of right now, um, I'm just happy to see the kid playing well because anything we got from him is a plus at this point. Next up, uh, Haitian Ferg. Got All right, Haitian Ferg. Why not us? Is the new KFS playoff T-shirt this year? I'm listen. Sign me up. Put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a flag. Put it on a hat. Put it on anything. I'm buying. I'm right there <laughs> uh, with you. Put it on a glass. Put it on a hoodie. There you go. I I well, we'll get XJ in the lab ASAP. Thank you, Haitian Ferg. All right, Lucas. Thank you for the contribution all the way from Australia. If I if, if I understand my currency, here we go. Can we sneak in five-ish minutes per game of Grimes at point guard? With all the minutes that Brunson gets and Deuce McBride being worthy of minutes, I think the answer to that is no. I also don't know if I want to see it. Um, he's a great point-of-attack defender at point guard, but as far as like the offense, I'm just not buying the creation juice with him at, the, at this point in his career. I um, I just haven't seen it, and... This is what I'm going to trust that the people behind the scenes have seen enough to know that we haven't seen it either. So, yeah, I, I, I think you need better, better options. I do like the way he's played in the last like four or five games, though. And maybe the 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 Fred column that said he's in trade talks has inspired that. But he's been more aggressive. He, even the, the shots that he misses, I think, are good process shots. Um, and my hope is that the five more minutes per game is just in general five more Quentin Grimes minutes. Let alone they don't need to be at the point guard; they seem to be on the court. You know, so and Lucas with another one. All right. Big sneeze. Achua has been surprisingly solid. LOL. Yeah. The big sneeze, man. Uh, um, the the Achuawa because he has a little bit of dog in him. <laughs> that's that's what we're going with. Well done. Lucas is a is a, that's Australian currency. I got to show you a parlay. He sent me. He mentioned it on the Super Chats the other night. He has an insane parlay that he uh, put before the season with oh, over-unders on wins. And he's like, it's gonna hit, and it's like in the five digits of. Uh, Shout out to you, Lucas. Plus. Shout out, Lucas. Yeah, the one he has to worry about is probably Atlanta, and even then, like I think you're gonna hit because he took an Atlanta, the Atlanta under. Yeah, they suck. So <laughs> yeah, because especially if they trade Murray, like that's the fear is that you trade Murray and they get better. Mm, yeah. Ah. 
I mean, yeah, because you you kind of double down on what makes Trey Young better because you're not going to get another creator and there's a chance that boons your offense. But 27th ranked defense is 27th ranked defense. I don't know how much better they get. I agree. He has to get under 41. So that's why I think he's safe. Oh, yeah. They're not going yeah, to go 500. Just putting it out Record. there that maybe they get to five. That, that's the only one I would be worried about. The rest I looked at are like, yeah, I think you're good, Lucas. This is outstanding. Uh, four more, Mensa. We'll, we'll go back and forth. You first. All right, here we go. Sean uh, with the W, my guy. Shut down 7th Ave in April and Times Square in June. Hey, listen, let's do it. Let's do it. Just don't talk about Trey Young. Ah, please, indeed. Uh, then from Armand, I, I keep getting you, Armand. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I keep butchering your name. Armand Bertinage. Apparently, uh, you're not. This, this is for actually pronouncing my name right. I'm looking at you, John uh, Bertinage. Uh, you're welcome, sir. I appreciate that. And uh, I also, like, as a. People be getting my dad's name wrong my whole life. Like it's Hiram, and I've heard Hiram, Iram. They drop the H, uh, so I I empathize with the poor pronunciation of of names. So I I try to get it right, and I'm glad I got it right too. So thank you, Armand, for the clarification. Uh, you're up. Okay, Sam Garcia's dad wrong YouTube account last post. Four and fourteen and two in January. Good work, guys, tonight, except for the with the ninety-four Knicks lander. I'm sorry if I slander the ninety-four Knicks. Ninety-four is a very special year for me because it's the year that I was born. Yes. Um I just wasn't around to watch them play basketball. So if I underrated them, listen, my you can you can yell at me at more like Menso on Twitter. I will take all the engagement I can get. I don't know if you slandered Ray, Sam Garcia's dad. Here's the problem. The 1994 Knicks were great in 1994. You asked us how they would play against a modern NBA team where the game has just evolved significantly. It's why it's tough to compare. Like you have to play defense now. You can't just win the fight and say, I I played good defense tonight. So that's just my, my two cents on it. Ray, I'm well, okay. Sam Garcia's dad, because the other one is apparently your author ego. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, you, I'm glad you uh, enjoyed our work tonight, and we got one more left. Uh, and I hope that wrong YouTube account um, is goes off with Drew, and we never we never see them again. There you go. Um, and then last one uh, from Bernard Richardson again. Keep Drake far away from our basketball team, please. Deal, please. Whoever we got to talk to, because I know you can't buy courtside courtside season Madison Square Garden. They have to be given to you or something crazy like that. Whoever's giving out the tickets, please do not give them to Canadian rappers that are also <laughs> from Houston and live in Los Angeles or wherever. Let's 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 please please give those tickets to Dipset or somebody. <laughs> There's one more, by the way, from Lucas. Ooh. Yeah, that's hidden, brother. Yeah. So Atlanta under 43 or 42 and a half wins, by the way. They are not getting 43. You're going to hit. They're not getting a 40. They're getting to over 500 this year. So you're going to hit that, Lucas. Okay. Yeah, you're going to hit that parlay. Indeed. And that will wrap it up for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to an extended edition of this KFS postgame show, which turned in to an after party. Again, shout out to Prize Picks and, and uh, for taking care of the sponsorship and helping us pay the bills around here. Lucas with another one. He wants to let us know that worried about the Nets under of 37 and a half and the Cavs over a 50 and a half. What do you think? 
Cavs over 50 and a half might be tough, but I think that they're getting healthy at the right time and they're getting ready to make a really strong um, post all-star break push. So I could see them getting to 51 wins. I think that's kind of where I had them at in the, um, in the off season. Um, Cat, uh, Nets under 37 and a half. Where are they at now? You must really believe in Ben Simmons then. The Nets yeah. are 19 and 27. No. So they go 500 the rest of the way. They'll finish with 37 wins. Um, they're not going 500 the rest of the way. That's safe. That's in the bag. Don't even worry about it, brother. You just can't, you just got paid. And if you have a cash out and you're worried about it, depending on the cash out, you should probably take it because it sounds like you have a big molly wop of a hit that's coming your way. So listen, profit is profit. Lucas, don't have to, you have to send a super chat before we wrap up. Say how many legs that parlay was because when I saw it and then when I went through each one, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to hit. So just let us know how many legs it was because I was impressed by it. In the meantime, we're once again going to wrap up tonight's show by thanking everybody for joining us on the KFS postgame show. Uh, Mensa, any last words before we get out of here? Um, Eight in a row is not enough. Let's get it to nine in a row on Thursday. Let's close in on the Milwaukee Bucks. We are one and a half games behind the Milwaukee Bucks, ladies and gentlemen. This gravy train is not going to stop at third. We're going to get to second seed. And then we, at the second seed, we're going to keep that. And then we're going to host two playoff series. So there's a lot of playoff basketball for this team to enjoy. If you can get to a Knicks game, get to one because it's going to be great. This is a great season to be a Knicks fan. And listen, it, even though things look like it's built sustainably, you never know in this league. So enjoy the games. Enjoy the wins while you have it. Enjoy every regular season win that you can because, listen, nobody can tell you how to fan, but I'm telling you to enjoy how to fan. So, yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah, let's do it. I believe uh, so. I'm just gonna give one more scoreboard update. Uh, there are five and a half minutes left, and the Sixers are down by 12 to the Golden State Warriors. I've seen the Golden State Warriors blow that lead a few times lately, so I'm not gonna completely say this game is over. But there's a chance when you're hearing this, you already know the New York Knicks and the Philadelphia 76ers have the same number of losses. They're tied in the loss column, but the Knicks have two more wins alone by ourselves in the third seed at the moment, Mensa. That's excellent. Now, how's that for January? Knicks in the third ah. seed by themselves. By the way, I have, I just went into to Luca's message. So it's one, two, three, four, five. It's a 10 leg parlay. My goodness. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time.